Bible Speaks with Audley McLean. The Bible Speaks is a weekly ministry of Harvest International. Our prayer is that the Bible Speaks will encourage you in your study of God's Word. You will be able to contact Audley at the address given at the end of this broadcast. And now, here's Audley. I bring you greetings in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ for all the people in the Bible Speaks family. And I want to remind you that you will be welcoming to the broadcast Dean Paul Hart is coming alongside of me to take over some of the microphone work. And he sends his greetings, and I ask you to pray. Pray for Dean Paul Hart. And oh, by the way, mark the date, September 23rd of this year. We will have our, our annual celebration banquet, which because of COVID, we didn't have last year. And so we invite you to pray and plan to come to be with us if you're in the area of Ocala. Let us know you're coming. Tickets are free, but you must make reservations. Okay, what a joy it is. Open God's Word with you today again. But let me ask you a question. Have you ever been lost or confused about which way to take or which road you must turn on? I suppose everyone has been there at one time or another. Some more than others, like perhaps some less than I have. Or some of you remember incidents that have just been fastened in your mind. But there are perhaps some of us who will not admit that we had moments like that. I remember reading about a certain junction in Western Canada. That was before the superhighways and the well-engineered roadways were developed. There were roads or footpaths that began at a point in a territory that led into the houses, the remote residences, sometimes just a very plain, simple house, but they were out there in the bush somewhere. At the starting point in that territory were signs that pointed in different directions into which the paths were leading. And above the pointers was a large warning sign that was intended to read, be careful which route you take, or route you take, depending on how you pronounce that word. It said, be careful which route you take, you will be following it for the next 12 miles. Instead of writing that, the sign writer, who evidently wouldn't have made it in the spelling bee, wrote the following, be careful which R-U-T you take. Be careful which rut you take, for you'll be following it for 12 miles. Think about it. Many people seem to have, at some time or another, sometimes very deliberately, made choices and found themselves stuck in one of life's ruts, sometimes on a one-way street. But before we go forward today, let me recognize that there may be such a person listening in today, and you want to to have a turnaround. You want out. It's an immediate predicament. And you 
are looking for an answer right now. Let's join in prayer for that miracle that that person needs, that you need. I invite others to join me as we make intercession on behalf of that person whose name we don't know, whose circumstances we don't know, but God knows. Lord God Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, we approach your throne of grace and mercy today. We ask your blessings on the moments we spend together around your word. We thank you, O God, that your word instructs us to come into your presence with thanksgiving and praise. And so we come, praising you in the words of the Lord Jesus, hallowed be your name. Lord, we pray for that person today, that individual who is in a tight situation, a difficult circumstance, seems to them impossible. Lord, we present him and we present her to you. We lay the burden at your feet and we trust your mighty power to come to their rescue. Your word instructs us to make requests with thanksgiving and then to relax. For the joy of the Lord, the peace of God will flood our hearts. Lord, we're claiming that peace for that brother, that sister. Guard their hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. And we give you thanks. Amen. Now, as we think about the signposts I made reference to in Western Canada, many of us from rural areas, and especially people of my generation, can easily identify with a sign like that one. The Bible has a lot to say about life's directions and the choices that we make along the way. In the book of Proverbs, chapter 14 and verse 12, and again in Proverbs 16 and verse 25, we read that there is a way, there is a way which seems right, but its end is death and destruction. I'd like us to read the context in which the verse is couched in chapter 14. And as we read this, I'm inviting you to place yourself in the situation that arises in each verse. Proverbs chapter 14. The wise woman builds her house, but with her own hands, the foolish one tears hers down. Whoever fears the Lord walks uprightly, but those who despise him are devious in their ways. A fool's mouth lashes out with pride, but the lips of the wise protect them. Where there is no oxen, the manger is empty, but from the strength of an ox come abundant harvests. An honest witness does not deceive, but a false witness pours out lies. The mocker seeks wisdom and finds none, but knowledge comes easily to the discerning. Stay away from the fool, for you will not find knowledge in their lips. The wisdom of the prudent is to give thought to their ways, but the folly of the fool is deception. Fools mock at making amends to sin, but goodwill is found among the upright. Each heart knows its own bitterness, and no one else can share its joy. The house of the wicked will be destroyed, but the tent of the upright 
will flourish. There is a way that appears to be right, but in the end it leads to death. That statement is true, both of man and of woman. Let's go back, even as far back as the Garden of Eden. Eve thought her choice, her choice to listen to this new voice over the voice of her maker, God, was a cool idea. Lots of cool ideas are floating in the air today, and some of them have hot consequences. Cain thought his jealousy was reason enough for him to be angry. Cain thought his anger was reason enough for him to commit murder, a way that appeared to be right. Let's stop there for a moment and take a good look, a studied look, at the condition of the human race. What do you see around you? Do you see the outcome of men and women acting out of the very same instincts and motivations of Eve and Adam? Or do you see the same old jealousy? Do you see the same old selfishness? A way, a way that seems right, but it's dangerously wrong. Or do you see the anger? Or do you see the hate? Pick up the circumstances around you. There is a way, a way that appears right, but its end is death. Oh, my friend, do you see the same old jealousy, the same old selfishness, the same old anger, the same old hate, with its attending rage and murderous outcomes? There is a way that seems right. It may be your family way. It may be your heritage way. It may be your cultural way, but a way that seems right isn't necessarily right. We need wisdom from above. May I suggest that we stop asking questions, such questions as, what's wrong with the world today? What's happening in our world today? Or what's happening to America today? Let's stop asking those questions. Ecclesiastes chapter 1 verse 9 has an answer and we don't want to accept the answer. It says what has been will be again and what has been done will be done again. There is nothing new under the sun. What has been will be again. What has been done will be done again. There is nothing new under the sun a way that seems right was true then is true today history merely repeats itself it has all been done before nothing is new under the sun nothing truly new what's new are the wrappings in which we present our pseudo solutions to our country to our world to our community to our family to our own lives what's new are the scapegoats that we employ a way that seems right. Whether they are the politicians or the educators or the actors or the psychologists or the analysts, the ones who point out various root causes and sometimes are able to relieve the symptoms. No, 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 I'm not saying that we must not trust these dedicated, highly educated professionals. Listen on for what I am really saying. And more importantly, listen for what God's words says. 
you ought to listen to. So let's settle it forever. There are no new things, no new real manifestations, but this, there are new manifestations, I'd rather say, new expressions of the same old heart problem. There are new tools for the same old intent to murder, the same old outcomes, the same old murderous intents, a way that seems right. What makes us think that a new president, a new community, a new spouse will be the solution to our old problem? There is a way that seems right. I'm shouting this out loudly to Audley McLean, and I'm shouting this out loudly to you. There is a way that seems right. But Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth. You have to start from scratch again, he said to Nicodemus. You must be born again. It's a God proposition. It's not yours to fix. There is a way. But Jesus said those ways are wrong. He said to Nicodemus, Nicodemus, educated, brilliant as you are, you've got to start from scratch. You must be born again. May God help you to see it the way Jesus said it and the way it transforms lives. Till next week, this is Audley McLean saying, let God break through and fix your thought process. In Jesus' name, amen. I've wandered far away from God. This program is cared for by listeners who care. Your prayers and financial investment in this ministry helps to keep the good news on the air. We look forward to hearing from you and invite you to write us at Harvest International, Post Office Box 6690, Ocala, Florida, 34478. Again, that's Harvest International, Post Office Box 6690, Ocala, Florida, 34478. Come in. Come in.